Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And E-Money. What's up? That's me. Me. And me. Very nice, very nice. Fellas, this week, Phillies, Myers to the pen, Flyers, Dave, excellent victory tonight. Excellent victory against tonight. Against Boston Bruins. What a shot, what a always, shot. Always, always helps when you beat Boston Bruins or the New York Rangers. Word. Eagles, Jeff Garcia, see you later. Mm, bye-bye. You decided to test free agency, not the birds. Mm. And we will end with the show with the first annual Philly Sportscast meet and greet. Ooh, Ooh all the places, things are in place for... The wheels are turning. They it's are. all happening. It's all happening. But let's begin with, of course, the fills. The fills. It's time. Today is March 1st. One month from now is April 1st. You know what that means? Opening day. That means I get to take off from work and sit inside a bar to watch a baseball game. Wow, look at you taking off work. <laughs> Thank you very much. Got to do it. I've never, never seen you do that before. You got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you work, like 100, 100 days a year or something? There's too much too much extracurricular activities going on. You have to just, you have to, sometimes you just got to bust out. Opening day is my day. Today is your day, dude. Today is my day, dude. Today Let's, is your day. What do you think about this issue in the paper about Brett Myers moving to the pen? You know, that, that's what I'm trying to figure I don't even, out. I, don't even, I want to talk I'm about I'm perplexed this. about that. And you and everybody else should be. Just because Todd Zalicki writes an article about it doesn't mean it's it. even close to happening. No. Exactly. And just because he gets asked a question and says, what do you think about this? And Brett Myers says, I'll do anything to help this team win. Doesn't mean he wants to go throw in the bullpen. It's You guys have to, everybody out there understands. I'm sure everybody knows, but I'm going to say it again. And I haven't said it before, but I will say it again now. Actually, I'll probably say <laughs> I'm it saying again it again for the first time. for the first time. When spring training occurs, there's only so many things to write about right and they have a deadline right. they have to meet so this was the article that popped into his head and he wrote it everybody's starving right now for, they're starving for, for right. and they're trying their heart and hitting for their stories he could write an article and say pat do you think you can beat up mike schmidt right and he can yeah, go with that he's an old geezer you know even though he's a hall of famer doesn't, it make, it doesn't give him superhuman powers although it probably should it should you should be able to get a pill when you become a baseball hall of famer that x-ray you get vision some kind of superpower x-ray vision definitely or at least get an x-ray specs <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we had them in our uh, swimsuit issue. Exactly, yeah, I agree with that, uh, gentlemen. That's you- uh, yeah. I mean, with Brett Myers, I can't see him moving to the pen. There's gonna be no reason. Todd's not gonna write about. Hey, Philly we- beat Florida State University. Yeah, right. exactly. Oh, they did. Oh, they beat a I- couple young bucks. You don't take your who is probably your ace. He's your number one right now, right? Dave almost spilled his beer. Ev. But he didn't. But he didn't. Dave, nice save. Ooh. Nice save, like Martin Biron. Oh, <laughs> very nice. We'll get to that a little bit later. Yes, hey, does will. Florida State when they play when they played? Did they hit with aluminum bats or did they have to hit with the wood ones? Aluminum, nice. <laughs> nice. That's all I got for you. But nothing, nothing going on. Florida State um, is like fourteen and zero this year, and they just got shellacked. By, I mean, the Phillies are a professional team. Don't get exactly. Me wrong, yeah, so. Jesus Christ, come on. But right, that's that's what we're saying. And like they're like they're the, they are like about. one of the best college teams out there. Anyway, well, speaking of one of the best, the Phillies could be one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Most certainly, and especially the offense. We're liking the pitching little, but I, there's two things I don't want to see, and I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but you very rarely do. I don't want to see. Aaron <laughs> And roll and get moved. I don't no, want I don't to see, want to see for for middle relief or whatever. I I don't think you can trade Aaron Rowan now. If Alfonseca can do the job that he's been that he's done in the past, what are you supposed to? Then they're deadly in the back. They're deadly at the end of that. And um, depends on Gordon. If Gordon gets hurt, then of course they're going to be crap out of luck. But if he stays healthy with Alfonseca and Gordon, they're going to look fine out there. I totally agree. And they won't need Brett Myers. And they'll put Lieber or Eaton in some kind of middle relief action. You know, they said Eaton takes a little while for him to get warmed up to get his fastball moving. So maybe he's a long reliever. But if it takes a little while for him to 
get warmed up or to get his fastball moving, what's going to happen in the first or second <laughs> inning this year? Well, that's, well, okay, so it takes him a little while to get things. Well, he's never had a little while to do anything. He's always hurt. Yeah. So how do well, what's going on All there? All right, but I don't want to see them lose their center fielder. I don't want to see them lose a guy who makes terrific catches and he hits around the 300 mark. From what I understand, last year was an aberration. He didn't really get, but he hits he around ran 300. into a wall. He ran into a wall. Broke his ankle. And when he ran into that wall, I think he was hitting 301 or something like that. And that's, if they got rid of him, it should have been before they got rid of like Conine, someone who was going to play exactly. right, right totally field agree. and keep Victorino. You know, Aaron Rowan has only been on the disabled list twice in his whole career and both. twice last year. How ridiculous is that? Let me tell you something. That's just the black cloud. Right the black there. cloud. The Phillies black cloud? Yeah, why not? The, the whole, whole, you know the whole the city. Pen black? Liberty yeah. Bell? Kenny Lofton said, I won't run into that wall. I don't care. And Aaron Rowan <laughs> runs into it and gets hurt and gets maybe penalized for uh, for doing so. Be shipped off to San Diego, where which could be paradise on earth, but it's not the Phils. You know, it's not center field in Citizen Bank no. Park, which he, is what we You know love. what? He, he, fits the, he fits the mold for a Philly squad, for a player. He really does. I agree. I totally, totally agree. That's a player that uh, the, the city can get behind. The fans love him. Yeah, they're just so into that kind of stuff. I'm into that stuff. I love it. I do want to. I want to stress one more thing. So I think we're in agreement here. We don't want to see Aaron Rowan moved, and I we don't. don't want to see Brett Myers go to the bullpen. Brett Myers, there's no reason for him. He's to your be ace. The He's your stud. You want him on. The, you want him to rock and roll. That's not even on opening day. Let's not even talk about that. That's I'm assuming the whole conversation. Yeah, I agree. I when agree. it started, it's was, not a story. Hey, John Smoltz was a Cy Young Award winner and right. went to the the pen. Right. Dennis Eckersley went to the pen. Would you consider going to the pen? No. And he probably said, Yeah, I would consider going to the pen. Now it's like. <gasps> Myers is going to the pen. Yeah, that's probably is yeah. what happened. I know. Well, when Taz is looking again, could wake up tomorrow and say, I want to write a story that Abreu is going to be back. He was seen around the uh, Phillies clubhouse right. yesterday. He's so. not playing at all. Yeah. So, blah, 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 you gotta blah, love blah, that blah, blah, blah. It's, it's early in spring training. These guys are starving. Well, as we all are, we're starving for uh, Phillies news, and they're trying their hardest to feed us with it in between cool ones down there and sunny Florida. Oh, you got <laughs> it nice so rough. Sound. Yeah, you got it so rough. Uh, fellas, are you excited for Sunday? Phillies Yanks on television. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm definitely going to check out first. I'm looking forward to the best part of my winter slash early spring, and that is hearing Harry Cowes on a Sunday afternoon. That's going to be great. jazzed. I am super duper jazzed. And who's starting off? Is Hamels starting off on Sunday? You know, I have no idea. It I'm is, sure it's posted, it but I don't, I don't have that information. Okay. Hamels will be pitching on Sunday. That's, I thought I heard that. So that'd be nice for an or two, whatever they play. Yeah, whatever. But it's baseball. You're here to crack it a bat. It's baseball, man. And it is March. February's gone. January's gone. 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 I see Daddy's the light gone. at the end of the, the tunnel. The love is gone. Oh, it's gone. Four more shows. Gone. And the love is gone. We're on. Baseball's going. Yeah, and, right. guys, and then we're talking first place in an NL East, maybe last place Why in the NL East. Why don't we just not? Let's just win the opening game. <laughs> it could be How anywhere. about that? It could be Dude, anywhere. did they sell out that home opener? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. It's so ball, right? Ball, right? <laughs> Gentlemen, about the Phillies, anything else? Let's just wait and see. See what happens with the injuries. See what happens with players they can move. What's up Let's with the, Did Howard get his one-year contract? Is that all uh, buttoned up? They got to button no, that up. Friday will be buttoned up whether he signs it or not. He gets a contract. He gets whatever the Phillies tell him he gets. I understand how it works, Derek. I just want them to take care Do of him. Year. Be, give give him a bill. If he gets a million dollars, he'll be the highest paid player in the history of baseball with the amount of service that he has. He deserves every nickel. And he his mom has him. gives him the hey man, gives he, him the uh, allowance anyway. He, he's on a pretty good track. Rookie of the year, MVP. What's next? You know, astronaut? <laughs> <laughs> Good That's idea for Zalicki to write. You know, <laughs> Ryan Howard seen hovering around Cape Canaveral. The, only, the next thing he, he has a NASA a Yankee. Suit. Yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing next is he gets traded to the Yankees. Terrific. Okay, $96 million. That was That's your payroll. You feel good about it? Oh, I always like, staying on their $100 million mark, you got to love they're doing things right. I have no problem. But, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't care if they spend $200 million. It's, it doesn't matter. You want to get the best players for your money, though. Well, I understand, but I mean, you could spend your $200 million. How long are you going to be spending $200 million for? And then what moves can you make next year, next three years? You're, you're caught in a $200 million tailspin, and you can't really make a lot of moves. You see that happen with the Yanks all the time. Well, speaking of $200 million, do you see a rivalry building with the Phillies-Mets with, with the stuff that Rollins was saying and the stuff that Delgado was saying? Well, they really don't win anything anyway. And so Delgado says the Phillies haven't won anything. David Wright says the Phillies, what, what did they win last year? And then Charlie Emanuel bellies up to the bar and goes, well, I think I remember St. Louis winning that series last year. So. Yeah, I read that as well. That was kind of crazy. Well, really, what did the Mets win that the Phillies didn't win? And besides, they get to hang a little banner. 15 extra games or whatever. Yeah, well, they, I agree with that. That was about it. But, right, that's nothing. Hey, who came in first? It really is nothing. Who came in fourth? Right. That's. I mean, they didn't even come in second in the World Series. But would you be excited to see, like, a full-blown-out rivalry? I don't see why there hasn't been a rivalry already. Well, here's a... New York teams and Philly teams just have put each other bad taste in each other's mouths. Forever since I can remember. But in the paper last week, it was pretty... It was explained why there hasn't been a rivalry between the Phillies and the Mets. And that is because, notoriously, since they started, one has been really good and one has been really bad during the course of the season. So they've always had this huge gap. Or they, they've they both been really bad. Yeah. The, or they've both been really bad, except a couple times when it was kind of close. But, like, when the Phillies won the... The um, division, the Mets were like 22 games away. Right. And last year, the Phil- the Mets won a division and the Phillies were 12 or 13 games away from them. So that's why there's no real rivalry because there's no opportunity in late September or late August to really catch up when you're playing those division games, which are always the, be- it's always the best part of the year. Yeah, but I mean, like, what you look at any rivalry, it doesn't matter what your win-loss record is. It's still a rivalry. It's still They still get up for the yeah, games you, no matter what sport. Do that, you f- I just don't see that with Philly and, and the Mets. I see it because I, I'm like that, but I don't see the fans get up for that. But, I, I just never understood why. I don't think it's the win-loss record. I think Salicki better do something <laughs> different there. Do you get put off a little bit that the Mets don't hate Mets fans don't hate the Phillies as much as the three of us hate the Mets? Uh, <laughs> I think that's in sports in general. Like we hate the Cowboys, but they don't really. But the Cowboys hate the, the yeah the Giants and the Redskins and then the Eagles, and it's just like that. Everyone hates somebody else. Yeah. But I hate the Mets. I'm right there with and, you. And Mets fans, you're the second on my list. Well, it's just it, it, I hate the Mets because when you go to the games and half of uh, Citizens Bank Park is full of th- that horrible that's color the that they have. Well, you know, I mean, they were in first place for a lot of time last year, so that's right. But man, I went and everybody has their time. I went in mid June and they, they swept the Phillies, and it was just it was awful, awful feeling. And I blame you, Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> You did it to me as well. You should. Well, you man. have to remember this team last year. It was it was. It's a much different team after Abreu got traded than before it was. Before he got traded. Oh yeah, that was a nice uh, not a nice deal, but it was it was something that. Uh, what was crazy about that is when when they traded him. They started they, like somehow got a spark. You thought they were done, but you had Utley's hit streak, all those things going on. But it was Gillick who said, we're, we don't think we're going to be competitive in this year, and next year we're not going to be competitive, so we're looking to 2008. Right. And that's what really got the players a little fire in their, off, their asses. Yeah. And then he's been changing his tune and, know, well, you every week. Ryan Howard starts hitting three, having three home run games doesn't hurt either. No way, man. If you think about it, Bray, you got traded, Phil started rolling. Iverson got traded. The Sixers are starting to play. Yeah. Oh Not that I know. they're a great team. I know. And then Forsberg gets traded and the Flyers win games. It's, so Go figure. I can't figure it out. I can't exactly. figure it out. I mean, what is it that much of a – is Peter Forsberg that much of a locker room cancer? No. That's – like, talking about, like, the Sixers and all that, when you have Iverson, you have five players out there, you have one option. You get rid of Iverson, you have five options now. Yeah. I mean, you spread the ball around more. With 
Abreu, you can't say, well, because he's batting third, Utley's not getting his right amount of bats, and Howard's not getting his right amount of bats. Who knows why? Do these guys feel like they're walking on eggshells around a senior player like Abreu, one who's not really outspoken, and they feel like, hey, I can't jump up and scream and yell. But when he was gone, then Rowan gets to step in being a new player, and now Utley and Howard get to step in. Yeah, and it's a typical typical case of building a team around one player, and it's very hard to do, and there's there's a lot of egos going on with professional athletes, and it's very hard to do. It's very hard to do. And once that head player is gone, it becomes a team again. Right. So I can see that. And that's, I think, with the hockey, with the Flyers, it's these young guys are just, hey, listen, I'm Balls to the wall. Yeah, exactly. Well, they second. don't care about nothing. Wait a second. Yeah. Time out with the Flyers. I mean, this is a good, we can definitely move on to the Flyers real quick. The two men who won this game for you tonight were two Brand guys new. that weren't here a month Eight ago. games ago. Yeah. So it's not about the young guys. It's about the new guys. Well, I mean. It's I'll, new, actual talent got right. brought in. It's not like the younger guys decided to step it up. These two guys have serious talent right well no upshaw is a young guy right okay that that's understood right. but he he's not like forsberg left so who's another young guy has been in the locker room all year jeff carter he didn't step it up and start right carter's playing things. more but now there i mean there are some younger players there that came up ruzitska is back up um trying to think the other players in there i think they brought up uh i can't even think the guy's name well, now. they bring them up and they bring them down so much i don't ever know who's on the team exactly dave i do want to give you fresh props out for your uh pseudo prediction last week of uh marty beer on yes very nice of you very hey. suda i wasn't even suggestion suggesting hey, you know that what? the flyers are going to get but him. it was in your brain yeah it was it brought it out in your brain but what do you think the odds are of them signing him hopefully it's going to be a, a great sign like they need to go sign him that's last week when we were talking i was saying hey for buffalo to make a move they got to get rid of beer because they had to just free up the cap room flyer said okay we'll give you a draft pick they traded him now they had room they yeah they're not him. they're not just going to let him walk away right and oh, then, i'm sorry uh, they're especially not how gonna, they went out and got him they're not going to let him skate <laughs> <laughs> so, but after they traded Biron, they traded Washington and got Dana Zubris up. Very good player for offense yes. for him. Yes. Which is a nice move for him. Sure. So, does but, Biron have that long-term, can he put, push Nidamaki out of a job? That's what they're doing right now. Nidamaki, Esh, and Biron are all free agents come the end of the year. Esh is gone. And that's if Esh isn't gone by the next two weeks, I'd be surprised. Okay. If Biron's playing well and they're going to just let him play every three games and put Nidamaki back in or let him go back and forth, just say, Esh, you know what? You're not in our plans anymore. We'll dump you good to somebody. Good luck. Go, like, be a two somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere else. If you can win the job, good luck. If not, we'll see you later. And that's watching the game. I was telling you, Money Hatcher, like, we said last week, if people wanted Hatcher, trade him. Go ahead. Let him go. Right. He's slow. He's not really playing that well. And I was blaming the whole New York Islanders game, the loss on him. Yeah, what was up with that? It was a four-on-four. Four, or My fault was overtime, so it's four-on-four. There was a penalty. So now the Flyers are shorthanded. They're going down. There's 30 seconds left in the game. Now there's a delayed call. That's Ref good. has a hand up. And now you already have three guys out there. You can never, as a team, have less than three players out there and your goalie. So it doesn't matter what happens now. If there's a delay call, it doesn't matter. You're not going to lose any players. Hatcher comes from behind and pushes the guy just a little bit and skates away instead of just bowing over him. The guy gets the puck right in front, scores a game-winning goal. He should have been all over him, draped on him, hanging on his head, didn't matter what he did. There's already one penalty getting called. If there's another penalty, it doesn't matter. There's 30 seconds left in the game. Hmm. He just, to me, he's not playing smart hockey. He's not playing to win. He's just out there trying to move the puck. Because he knows there's nothing in it for him at the end of this And that's what I think it is. Tonight, he came up on a breakaway, and D-Man's like, shouldn't be 
going for that puck. I said his feet should not stop moving. When he's coming in from that blue line, his feet should not stop moving until he has that puck. He wasn't on a breakaway. He was sneaking in from the point. And he got back-checked, and he easily could have beat that back-check if yes. he just would have had his feet moving. And that's what I said to David. Shouldn't he be moving towards that puck to set himself up for some kind of shot rather than allowing himself to get back-checked? And it was, I guess back-check is a bad... No, that's... Exa- yeah. It was like more of a poke, though. He, well, well, it's I, a back-check. The yeah. guy was coming from behind and him. And if, if his feet are moving, he would have totally beat the guy because it was that he beat him... The, the defenseman beat him by like a half a second. So he's just not really putting anything into it then. It's the wanna. It's the <laughs> it's the wanna. It's the wanna, yeah. as my father would say, the wanna. He does it? You gotta wanna. You gotta wanna. <sighs> Listen here, boy. I want a drink. <laughs> yeah. I wanna get a ride home. <laughs> So, speaking of that, back... Let's, oh, let's sit real quick about the Flyers, though. So, tonight's game, Scotty Upshaw. Beautiful goal. Nine seconds left. <laughs> Got to give the guy props. Oh, yeah, you do. And that's what makes hockey exciting. And it was... No a, matter what the It was uh, a terrific breakaway. He, he sidle-stepped over the dude's stick, and he made a terrific play. Nice little fake and, and dude, just one-handed poke. Dave there. said, that's what Forsberg does. As soon as he sits down, Coatsy goes, that's Forsberg. You know, everybody's Everybody like saying Forsberg. For, but let me ask you a real quick question. Does Forsberg make that play? Now? In, in a, no, in a Flyers uniform tonight. Would he have done that? Oh, no. No. See, that's what young... It's a young man's game, yeah. my man. Oh, we, we talked about saying. last week, yeah. yeah. Saying, Did we? I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we were saying. Is the Forsberg trade was it a good trade? Well, it's hard to say. If Upshaw plays the way he's going to and Perrant makes a team, hey, it could be totally different. But Upshaw's playing nice. Seven, eight games. He has three goals right now. That's nice. Keep going. And that's Forsberg. I don't know if we talked about it last week. Penalty shot. Comes in on the goal. Boop, boop, boop. Falls down. Doesn't oh. even get a shot. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's down in, yeah, down in uh, Nashville. But, I mean, he's still an exciting player. He's a great player. Oh, yeah, he is. And he's it's good. nice. Before, when we used to watch the games, and D, you would always say, hey, what's wrong with the Flyers? And I would always say, dude, second period, for some reason, they just can't play. That period would just kill them for some reason. And that was glaring in the beginning of the season. Now, second period, tonight. They're skating all over the place. Two games ago. Like every against game, the Bruins. I mean, they're, they're eight they, points out of the playoffs. They're yeah. fighting for a playoff spot. That's not the kind of Bruins team that you see out on TV, which was kind of crazy to me. But is is Philly coming together, or the, were the Bruins flat tonight? Either way, it doesn't it even matter. It wasn't necessarily flat or not flat. Because they were scoring goals. It was a 3-3 three, three goal. Yeah, but, so. but overtime in the last part of third period was close. And the guy who got a breakaway, and he made an incredible yeah. play. That's really what it came down to. Right. Flyers had 55 shots tonight. Ton of nice. shots. The Islanders, when they played the Islanders, they were one point out of the playoffs. They they were supposed to win that game and come in and just smoke them. So the Flyers are playing up to the people they're playing to. They didn't turn this thing around yet. I'm not saying guys oh, come no, next no, no. year. No, it's nice to watch right. individual games. Nice to talk about some. Uh, some they're well, looking good. And like we said, young players are skating, which is awesome to and see. That's a skating. Yeah. It's a skating. Uh, Their defense they brought in now. Uh, Coburn, I believe it was one guy, and Lukanen. I'm probably butchering these names. You know me. Yeah, no, it's not Colterbay. Right, right I don't know. Like you. you could say the one dude's name exactly. is Poopy Pants. I, <laughs> I really wouldn't know. No, he got sent down to the minors. No, but it's Poopay with an accent. <laughs> yeah, Poopay. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Montreal. Speaking of, like, when we talk about the Flyers, we think about the Sixers because of their records. And they intertwine. What's it's the with, same season. What is with this article from Stephen A. Smith today oh, saying dude, I'm so that, sick of him, man. that Maurice Cheeks is going to get blown out of the water because Larry Brown, Larry Brown and, and Snyder are best friends, so Maurice Cheeks is the odd man out? Oh, that's, <laughs> oh it's inevitable. Larry Brown's going to be your coach next year. And you know, when I read his stuff, it's like, I hear him go, and you know Larry Brown! I understand you had to scream at someone. To... We should put a warning in there. Yeah. Please move away from the speakers. Screaming A. Smith warning. You know Larry Brown's gonna be your yeah. coach next year. Ha, ha. 
Well, Evan's right, though. Evan's right, though. There always wow. seems to be some kind of connotation, but it's not. I don't think he's saying that um, Maurice Cheeks is being ousted because the two whiteies are going to blow him out the door. I think he's really saying that Snyder and Brown, I guess he really, he really is saying the two whiteies yeah, are going to exactly. blow him out the door. But Brown's hovering around. That does no good for this team. I don't care what Maurice Cheeks says. He's got to be pissed off. He has to be. You don't take the dude's livelihood away from him. And that's what these clowns are doing. The, you know, there's so much drama. This, surrounding that all that management there it's ridiculous all the time there's always, always something going on and I on. can't disagree with it more with Ed Snyder keeping Larry Brown as a hoverer over Maurice Cheeks who was once his apprentice and Billy King who was also once his apprentice so if literally if at any point Billy King and Maurice Cheeks are having a conversation and they see Snyder and, and uh, Larry Brown walking down the hallway they're gonna know what they're talking about yeah we got oh uh, you know it's a terrible season so next year we'll get them back when you're the coach right we got rid of Iverson, so you'll be the coach. This is going to be terrific. It'll be like the Clippers all over again. <laughs> it's not funny, though, Ev. Oh, it's not. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying, though? Oh, yeah, 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 totally. And I agree 100%. It's, it's counterproductive. And Stephen A. Smith is actually making a good point. However, that's impossible. The way he says it is just the most absurd way. It's right. nuts. How about Ed Snyder bringing back Bobby Clark to hover around to be, you know, he's still. Yeah, he's still. He literally he, still has an office there, which should make Holmgren want to vomit. Right. He still has that picture of him with the cub yeah, with the totally smile. The cub with the smile. Knock that smile right off your face. So either you can look at it either way. Ed Snyder just. Likes who he likes and wants to bring him back and oh, yeah, they can dude, help out. When you're in, you're like a tick. Right. When he when he likes you, you are embedded. Billy yeah. King. Billy King is a great <laughs> example. He's embedded, man. He's like a son to him. <laughs> Ridiculous. 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 Say say it louder, Ev. Ball, right? Okay, let's move on to the... No, but I just want to say something about Stephen A. Smith real quick. Sure. He, he's absolutely horrible. The only thing that... The only thing, reason that he... We were talking about him is because he screamed. Because of the screaming. Well, not anymore. He got his show taken. Yeah, well, and it got canceled because it was so bad. <laughs> he but writes when, everything in caps when you now. Read, when you read his article in the newspaper, you know that. It's it's just terrible. It's it it really read. is. I and mean, you know exactly what point he's screaming and what... You do. And, and uh, uh, today article ended with open your eyes Maurice <laughs> exactly. you know it's just awful it's ridiculous it's so why ridiculous would he, why would he like take just pot shots at the Sixers head coach who's just trying to do his job which which in all aspects of the situation he's doing a terrific job with oh, yeah. winning basketball games with less talent I want to move on to the fourth professional team in this city but first in our hearts the Philadelphia Eagles and the parting of Jeff Garcia Boo-hoo. What do you guys think? God bless him. He can he can make some money somewhere. Well, I don't think that's... According to Jeff Garcia, that's not what he wants to do. I mean, oh, if, I on. wish I could roll the tape where he says... Literally, I think it was the day after or the two days after that he lost that game. And I say he lost that game because I firmly believe that he lost that Saints game. Uh, that, I don't know. Andy Reid had something to do with that. That he wanted to be with a contender. It's all about the money, my man. You know what? It's not. I agree with you. And is he going to be a starter? Yeah, but he'll take that. He'll take that, and if he can do well for those ten weeks, but that's not what he said. He's trying to he sell said he wanted himself. to be with a contender. Who cares what he said? Doesn't matter what he says. It's all about he said, she said. At this point, what? he wants to be with a contender. He has to stay with the Eagles, and he. If he you tr- really believe what any of these athletes are telling, uh, right? You, then you got a whole other set of. Problems. He tried free agency twice. Then why right. is he saying he was disrespected? Well, see, I don't know anything about that because the Jeff Garcia. I mean, when they signed Andy Reid, he said I was I was disrespected. They didn't give me a chance, or they didn't give me an offer, or let me count. 
counteroffer or let them explain my situation. I told this is what Jeff Garcia said. Yeah, I hear you. I told them I wanted to try free agency. The Eagles didn't even give me an offer. Maybe he shouldn't have said I want to try free agency. Maybe he said I want to stay here. You know what? You see, the, the Eagles you can't are very, wait around. The Eagles no. are very black and the white. Eagles do not play right. games. Trotter did the same thing. Yeah. Okay, you want to go? See you go. later. Because you know what? There's more talent out there. We we'll take feeling. the tag off you. Bye bye. And they do it. And they and the history proves that they do it. So maybe that's what happened. Dave. Well, that's what's going to happen in the Stallworth thing too. The Eagles will not overpay for no. him. No, they, they, they shouldn't anyway. No, well, somebody's going to overpay for him, and the Eagles aren't going to do it because they strictly do not do it. They do not overpay for free agencies, even if they are their free agents. And they proved last year that they don't need to overpay. When they lost T.O., they said, don't worry about it, we're fine. And they then were. they went out and made a move. Right, cause, and then they'll find a, they'll find a Stallworth caliber person, whether it be a trade or the draft or something like that. Right. And talk about another injury-prone uh, athlete. Player, yeah. I mean, guy, what's he play four games out of the year? Every year he's got something wrong something with him. Something wrong with him all the time. And he, was, he wasn't our number one receiver this year. He, he wasn't. Was, he was our number one deep threat. Deep threat. That's Which it. is nice. That spreads it, and that gives totally, Reggie Brown totally and Westbrook. Totally deep threat. That's true. I will suggest, though, I understand what you're saying, but I will suggest, though, it's nice to have him on the team. Oh, I agree. He did some really cool things this year, and he made you and I, Evan, a little bit of dollars. Oh, ching fantasy. But it's the Eagles don't play that way. They, no, they don't. They know what the market bears. Yep. And they, we can't. You know what? They know before and a we lot of other teams, too. We can't begr- them, you know, Jeff. Just because Jeff Garcia wins a football game and says that's Merry Christmas, Philadelphia, doesn't mean that we should be any more loyal to him than Dante Stallworth, who actually mm-hmm. probably won the game. Anyway. Well, you know, I I would I was always assuming that he wasn't going to be a, an Eagle next year, right? I mean, he his uh, stock is so high right now, he's got to cash in somewhere, and I'm, sure, I, I'm and it's not going to be cashing in as a backup. No way, he's ready to go. I mean, he's probably got another one or two years that he can do, maybe three years going to another backup situation. You know, he's a backup quarterback at this point he doesn't want to be anymore that's fine he could be a backup for yeah four or five years like i mean just sitting on the bench riding it no problem there's something that has to be done go do it I mean, now he wants he wants to he wants to get the coin and the stardom and the first the first team quarterback. That's great. That's great that uh, he had a great season this year. I did not expect him to be our number two next year, and he's not. No, he's gone. Right, he's gone. But you know, don't don't start you know sour patching the whole situation. Well, they never gave me an offer. This, that, and the other thing. Come on now. Well, he's allowed to say whatever he wants, but it is really sour grapes, sour it patching, is. sour patching. I thought he was just talking about sour patch kids. Yeah, I just made that up. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> that thing was pretty sweet. People listening were like, "What sour patch? These guys always huh. sour patching." Everybody's like. It again. Everybody's going to be saying Sour Patching now, boy. It's going to be Everybody's going to be saying Sour Patching. You know, that's not a bad idea. What do you think about the Feely sign, though? Three years, AJ Feely? For what? I mean, is he your number two? He can be. That's scary. As long as I'm not Coy. They're going to have to bring Coy back to hold the ball anyhow. Yeah, that situation. Who knows what's going to happen with all that? No, I agree. And they signed their special teams coach, Nixon, I think. John Nixon or something. Did he? Yeah, he stepped in for Harbaugh. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Good job, guys. Gentlemen. There's going to be a lot of talk about about the Eagles in the next couple of weeks. I there mean, is. Oh, sure. Between oh, yeah. the draft and then when Andy Reid comes back. you guys been watching back. that combine on the uh, NFL it, channel? It's useless, dude. You know what? I really think if they stuck a cattle prod up these dudes' ass, I think that's literally the next step in this combine. <laughs> they put the, They might as well have, like, you, you know how they, you know, if you, they put, like, a measuring tape around their heads to measure their scalps and stick cattle prods up their asses and flashlights down their throats? That's where it's coming to. That's really what this thing is. It is a terrible display of what. how can we – I mean, Warren Sapp, kicked the shit out of everybody in the combine and he smoked a little weed and he was banned from the Eagles you know who could easily draft him and now he's a right. potential Hall of Famer oh yeah so these really don't mean anything well, that's, I want to hear what's going to happen with the uh, the Wonderlick test and all that because you remember last year they're like Vince Young what do you get a 
one. Yeah, good job on the Wonderlick. And then they're <laughs> like, the Wonderlick. That said, like they ask you questions. Hey, if oh, like <laughs> if you're driving in a car and you go four blocks up and four blocks to the left, and how far was your distance? Stuff like that, like just know. random <laughs> questions. I'll fail him. Should we get an example from the Wonderlick test? Okay, here's the deal on the Wonderlick test. The Wonderlick personnel test is an intelligence test, primarily known for being administered to prospects, for being administered to pr- perspective, for being administered to Jesus. Come Dude, on, what I had the, the, the time. toughest thing is reading this. You can read this. You get a ten point yeah. bonus already. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep that flub in. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonderlick test is an intelligence test primarily known for being administered to prospective players in the National Football League since the 1970s. Here it goes down. Average scores in the NFL. Offensive tackle, center, quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Perfect scores. Pat McNally is the only football player to record a confirmed perfect score of 50 on the Wonderlick test. Ryan Fitzpatrick, a Harvard University graduate like McNeely, has also been rumored to have scored a perfect 50. All right, what are some of the questions? Okay, yeah, these are two Hall of Famers. Yeah. Here he is. Here's a sample question. Here we go. It's similar to standardized tests. The Wonderlick test presents its questions in an open response and multiple choice format with increasing difficulty. For example, a simple question may ask a participant to observe a set of words and select one that is irrelevant to the others. In addition, the test may require one to solve a word problem by utilizing various algebraic and geometric techniques. Okay. You got a question or no? Paper sells for 21 cents per pad. What will four pads cost? <laughs> no way. It's one of them. That's not good. Vince Young didn't get that one. <laughs> A train travels 20 feet in one-fifth of a second. At this same speed, how many feet will it travel in three seconds? That's one-fifth times. Also. That's I, five times one. There's. <laughs> <laughs> as, as if you sat down to take this, just say there's 50 questions. I'm not sure. 27 questions. You have 20 minutes to answer it. Like, they do give you a time limit. So, like, you're trying to rush instead of going, okay, well, that's five times one <laughs> times. <laughs> No, wait, uh, wait. there's one more question for you. Dirty lick. A boy is 17 years old and his sister is twice as old. When that boy is 23 years old, what will the age of his sister 40. be? 40. It doesn't have the answers, but I think you're right, Dave. No, you, you get it? Like, what they have to do? I, they're not that difficult, but no. they're... And that's what they're saying last year about Vince Young. He did horrible seven points or whatever and everyone's like oh my god he can't run an offense turned out to be pretty damn good sure. last year oh, sure. and warren sap was high but he can't but he's a hall he's not a high hall on fan. his wonderlick score Great. but yeah. he was just high high not high on his wonderlick and it's not l-i-c-k if anybody's interested. it's l-i-c oh why did you type it in wrong google, google help you with that <laughs> i typed do you in mean L- wonderlick i typed in l-i-c-k yeah check it out though definitely check it out okay pear face post of the week oh we come to And the post of the week goes with this from E Money. Oh no! The title is great. Title Mets suck. <laughs> Mets suck from E Money. Looks like Jimmy Ronalds got the Mets panties in a bunch by saying what he said. And of course, you get a little backslash from Let's Go Poopy Pants. <laughs> Is that that uh, French player from the Canadians? Poupé. Yeah. Poupé. How would Let's Go Mets say this? Mike Derry were right, said. Talk is very cheap. Maybe J-Roll should work his plate discipline and learn to take a walk instead of running his mouth. What did he turn into Dice Clay? <laughs> oh! 
<laughs> he's that close. Oh, he's that close. He needs a leather jacket. He has one. He has leather pants. <laughs> Little muffin sat on a duffin. Oh. Hey, what do you think? And then Epicable posts the greatest line in the history of this thread. I like the title of this thread, though. <laughs> Which makes it all worthwhile. And there's your pair of face post of the week. All right. Epical, thank you for coming back with that. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Gentlemen, parting shots. My parting shot, as we were talking about, hey, should the Phillies be spending $200 million, $96 million? Recently, just bought Moneyball by Michael Lewis. Great read. It has a lot to do with baseball. Well, not a lot. The whole goddamn thing's about baseball. Okay. But uh, it's talking about Billy Bean, about the Oakland A's. And you hear a bunch of names that you you know, like watching baseball, talking about Lenny Dykstra, Daryl Strawberry, and all that. Great book, and it shows you how it's Oakland. Awesome. Did you read it? Yes. Yeah, how Oakland came to work wonders with their numbers and just, mathematical uh, equations. So let me ask you a question: yes. you, You're reading the book. Do you believe that it doesn't matter how you protect Ryan Howard? While Pat Burrow or anybody could do it because protection really doesn't mean anything. The money ball people believe it doesn't matter. It's funny because, I mean, as we were talking last year, like small ball, you know what? You get a guy on first, bunt him over to stack second, yeah, you know, and all that. That's the most important thing. And that's speed. And we always believe. Now, their whole thing is on base percentage. Just get on base and, you know what? Do it will happen. Don't worry about it. Right. Everything will just work out for you. And that's basically what the, the Phillies did last year, just scoring all right. those runs. They would get people on and just score. And there was an article, I believe it was in the Daily News a couple weeks ago, whereas Pat Gillick and the Moneyball people really have fundamental differences in their philosophies. That's there, also- are, there are polar opposites. He believes you need Alfonso Soriano, and yeah. he tried his hardest to get him, and he couldn't, couldn't make the deal happen. Right. The Moneyball piece said, Pat Burrow will do whatever you need. Exactly. He said, I- he said Ryan Howard will get the same average, hit the same home runs as if Albert Pujols was behind him. That's what they say. And they have a lot of statistics to back that stuff up, so you can't really deny it. And Pat Gillick was in Moneyball. They did really? mention him in... At, yeah, was he with game. Toronto at the time? Or um, yeah, I believe it was Seattle? Toronto. You remember, this was back in the 80s. Sure, sure. So, But yeah, they, they were talking about Pat Gillick at the one time. Just a little interesting note. But go ahead. E-Money. Well, we finalized all our plans for the June 30th uh, outing, Phillies-Mets. I, I have to tell you, Evan, I'm really looking forward to this one. I want to thank you for spearheading this little outage. Oh, you're welcome. It, it was my pleasure, gentlemen. My pleasure. Email the site, phillysportscast at gmail.com. Four tickets, section four twenty three. Yep, and right to the left of home, uh, behind the behind the plate, real there. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a meet and greet beforehand, and we are going to have a nice little party afterwards. We're gonna have a nice little. Just meet, we'll, we'll have a post game meet and greet as well. We'll be outside playing some music. Yeah, we'll be we'll playing be some out. tunes. We'll be in Citizens Bank Park. Having a great, great time. It's against the Mets. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's a great way to start your 4th of July festivities. Dude, come down. We'll have microphones. You can say whatever you'd like. We'll put you on if we can. I mean, unless you say... Poopy. Yeah. I know. I can't even say what you can't say because right. then I wouldn't be on there. Feel free That's to con- right. feel free to contact us on how you can pay us for the tickets. But Tickets are going. They've already been sold. I mean, I don't know how We don't many have you know. many we, tickets. Yeah, but we, we, really have, don't. we have an allotment, though. We yeah, do have but an I mean, allotment. Th- but- I mean, I realize it's, only, it's March 1st right now. Right, and people can't think about June thirtieth, but they better if they really want to do it because it's going to be because they're going to be gone. Great, soon. great, great time, great time. My parting shot is um, one. I made a mistake. I know it's hard to believe, but I did. Oh, which one? Yesterday, I was. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm formatting a new forum set for our people on the forums, and I let an email out go out to say, "Listen, you know, you change your you change your password to the new GBM two four six seven. Don't worry you get about the same that. Same one as me. We'll um 
We'll set all this stuff up later. Disregard it. Anybody on the forums? Still and use your same passwords. Still use same passwords. Still use the same forums, and we'll get it all straight out later on. I um, I was fooling around last night, and instead of looking at porn on my PC, <laughs> I decided to change the forums. So it was a thing to do. It's productive either way. So. It's productive either way. Still, I still sleep good at night. <laughs> Gentlemen, good night. Good night. Nighty night.